Welcome to the Square Apple Show. Hi, I'm Dr. Yong Shin Ning. I'm the co-founder of Change Voyage Consulting. After 20 years of corporate life, I successfully transited to be an entrepreneur. Wearing multiple hats as an entrepreneur, adjunct lecturer, mother, wife, daughter, sister, has taught me how to navigate life's challenges. And my secret is the Square Apple. In this show, I will discuss tips and strategies to change the way you think about your personal and professional life. Because if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at will change. Ready to activate the square apple in you? Let's begin! Hi, I'm Shinning. Welcome to the Square Apple Show. Recently, I came across an article on Today Online written by a young man named Andy Wong. He's a graduate in politics and history from a renowned British university. He had originally planned to start a career in the UK, but his plans were thwarted due to changes in the British immigration policies and he had to return to Singapore. According to the article, he tried to look for suitable work and didn't manage to find any. After many failed attempts, he sought out a blue-collar job as a container prime mover driver working for the Port Authority of Singapore. The article described that he faced resistance from his family about his choice of career, and he also faced a lot of internal struggles taking on a blue-collar job. However, he also described his respect about the job and the industry as he works with his trainers and fellow colleagues. He also said, that the divide between white and blue-collar jobs are really man-made because all work deliver value and for a job to be well done, it would require hard and soft skills um, as well as manual and intellectual rigour. So with his newfound insights, he is positive about his career. There is a kind of bitter sweetness in what he wrote. I think he's going through a tough patch and yet I can sense that he's trying hard to see the good in whatever he is going through. Whilst he doesn't control what job is available to him, he believes he is in control of what he gets out of the experience. I think he's going to be a winner, whatever he does, wherever he lands up in. His experience reminded me of something similar that I went through. A few years ago, I was sent to a project that I absolutely hated. Firstly, the project was very far from my home and it required me to take a cab from my house at 6.30am daily and it was almost an hour's commute to the office. Secondly, the nature of the industry and scope of work to me was a very huge misfit with my area of expertise. The six months in the project was a huge challenge to me trying to adjust physically to travel long distance and doing work that I hardly found meaning. I tried to request to transfer out of the project but it was conditional on availability of another suitable project and that someone else would need to come and take on the role that I I was currently at. While waiting to be redeployed, I tried to learn whatever I could about the industry and in my area of work. I made friends with the people from the project and I learned about what they did, the challenges they faced I occupied myself with other business development work that I was assigned to outside the project. Eventually, I managed to get transferred out of the project, which was an immensely huge relief for me. 
Across the six months, I constantly grumbled to my husband, who tried his best to encourage and comfort me. A few months after I was transferred out, we were chatting and so happened to broach on the topic. And he suddenly asked me, Would you say you are in some way better off after the project? Any way at all? This question kind of stopped me in my track. I had never thought about it this way at all. But as I reflected, well, yes, I gained more knowledge about the industry, the culture of the company, um, a new domain area, and knowing a new part of Singapore that I wouldn't have known if not for the project. There was absolutely no doubt that I had taken something valuable during the course of the six months, even though I really didn't did not like it at all. This episode left a very deep impression in me because it was like a moment of epiphany. You will always gain something out of your experience, whether you like it or not. It is an absolute fact. You will gain something, regardless whether they are failure or success, based on either your benchmarks or somebody else. But you don't see what we gained because you are not looking for it. You and I, we are fixated to look out for what we have won against a predetermined benchmark. And when we don't find it, you think, you and I think that we are failures. I think that's a real pity because if we only focus on the win, we will miss out on the lessons to be offered on why we had missed the mark. We would also have missed out on other wins that do not conform to our preconceived notion of a win. In my earlier podcast, the fear of missing out and the side effects of actions I've talked about, milking every aspect of the experience, whatever is the outcome. I want to summarize this takeaway using a tagline from Janisha, my mentor. She said, turn your mess into a message. The second and related insight that I got is that you are in control of what you want to make of the situation. A lot of times when we are making a decision about whether to do something or not, we think like someone has already determined the outcome. I think otherwise. I believe that you shape the outcome through the decisions that you make and what you learn through the lessons and how you apply those lessons. It's just like a lot of people ask me if I thought it was the right decision to leave my corporate job and pursue a PhD and then entrepreneurship. On hindsight, of course I will say it's the right decision. But life is such that you live it forward and explain it backwards. I would say that I had tried to make the decision a right one through the grace of God. It wasn't made right from the start of the journey. So what's stopping us from seeing the gains and taking control um, of what's happening to us? It's because we are shaped by the paradigms of what is commonly accepted by others. Like in the case of Andy Wong, I believe a large part of his struggles arose from society's preconceived notion of good and bad, permissible or not. Very often, we take people's experiences and advice as truth because that would be the most convenient. Therefore, to see opportunities and possibilities that others don't see, we need to first recognize what is the implicit assumption that is holding us hostage. 
For those of you who are new to this podcast series, you may want to listen to my earlier episode called How to Turn the Round Apple to a Square Apple to recognise your assumptions and generate alternative options. We've come to the end of today's episode. I've shared my story of how a bad patch in my career had made me realise that we will always gain something from any experience, regardless good or bad. The only issue is whether you can find what you have gained so that you will always be a winner, regardless of the circumstances. You should just try to break your frame that is blocking your view of the unexpected win. I hope you have enjoyed today's episode and have taken away something to reflect on. If you have any questions or thoughts on this episode, please connect with me on LinkedIn at bit.ly forward slash square apple. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash S-Q-U-A-R-E-A-P-P-L-E. Thank you and see you soon. Thank you for joining me today. I'm very honoured to have you here. If you would like to keep going and want to know more about the number one Southeast Asia's leading female entrepreneurship network, head over to Soul Rich Woman at S-O-U-L-R-I-C-H-W-O-M-A-N.com and download the free ebook on how to get clients and multiply your income through personal branding. Remember, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at will change. Do subscribe to The Square Apple Show and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Bye for now.